God, praise God, saints. Um, <laughs> welcome to In Christ Hour. Here we have fun, praise the Lord. But yes, invite the women of God, um, the men of God, sorry. So, um, Fanero Devotion. Fanero Devotion. Today is um, Thursday, Fanero Day. Third uh, of September 2020. Tomorrow will be 4th of September in Christ our anniversary. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so the devotion is from um, our father, Apostle Grace Lubega. We are reading from Judges 7-2. Praise the Lord. Judges 7-2. And the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites in their hands. Lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> and the title of the devotion is, When God Fights. When God Fights. And uh, the devotion says, Gideon was all set for battle against the Midianites. With an impressive army of 32,000 men, the Lord himself, the, the, the Lord, sorry, the Lord told him that those people were too many for him to give Gideon victory. He cut the number down to 300 men. <laughs> God cut the number down to 300 men. What looked like weakness? That's where he, he operated in. Praise the Lord. And then the devotion continues and says, how does this translate to the life of, of, of the Christian? There are Christians with too many connections for God to help them. They are too educated for God to raise them up. Praise the Lord. There is too much around them that gives them comfort and security for, for them to depend entirely on God. Praise the Lord. I've, 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 emphasized, I've emphasized this uh, before. That I've, I've, I've been to certain churches or probably ministries where... When a man of God is coming to speak, <laughs> they first introduce him with a beautiful CV. The man of God went to this university, has a bachelor's in this one, a, 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 a master's in this one, a PhD in this one. A, he's a founder of this, a manager of this. Manage, you know, they bring out all sorts of titles that you can never get. And you tend to think, what's the purpose of this? In other words, they're just trying to tell you, this is he is qualified to speak to you because of these very titles. I don't know if that's their intention, but for me sometimes that's what I that's what I perceive. You know, <laughs> so some people have uh, they're too connected for God to help them. Anyway, the devotion continues and says God does not want to win your battles on your terms. He doesn't want to use your connections as a stepping stone to launch into your destiny. You know those people who be like, you know, you have to do your part. You, you have to help yourself so that God can help you, you know. You have to do something, then after you're done, you let God come and add on. No, 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 that's not it, you know. And that's why very many people have had uh, false doctrines on how the grace of God works, probably even how God, and they find themselves in, 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 in trusting the flesh and, oh, you have to help yourself before God helps you, those things. But anyway, <laughs> the devotion continues and says, He doesn't want you to lean on your credentials to open doors for you. He wants the world to look at your success story and come to only one conclusion, that it was Him alone at work in you. 
are you clinging to uh, too hard to your abilities, your friends, your relatives, or your academic papers? All that is too much for God to give you victory in that war. Praise the Lord. Don't set your eyes on what you have. Set your eyes on Him. He is the ultimate source of victory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want us to read something from uh, Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17, uh, uh, verses 5 to 8. The Bible says, um, Thus says the Lord, Cast be the man that trusteth in man. Praise the Lord. There are people who trust in man. <laughs> they trust in their relatives, in their boyfriends, in their what? Blah, blah, blah. So the, 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 the Bible says, Cast be the man. Cast, as in, look how weighty this is. Cast be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh his flesh uh, his arm, and um, whose heart departeth from the Lord. Praise the Lord. That means that by the time you trust in the flesh <laughs> and in man, your heart is not really with God. Praise the Lord. It's not really with the Lord. And, and, and the, the Bible continues and says, For he shall be like the, 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 the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh. Praise the Lord. It's so sad that when you look at all these connections and all these things, these options that are around you, the Bible is saying that you will not see even when good cometh. Yesterday we were looking at it. Was it yesterday or the other day? That some people, because of the law, they don't even see when the grace is abundant. So even when good cometh, because you have trusted in that man, in that boyfriend, in that girlfriend, in that, in that job, in that salary, in that, you know, in that qualification, that probably, that certificate, what? You... You actually don't see good coming. Why? Because you gauge your opportunities according to what's available or the connections that you have. For example, you'll be like, oh, you see, I cannot become a president one day or I cannot become one, one great man of this. Why? Because anyway, in university, for me, this is the, 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 the CV. This is, this is my degree. It's just a small degree, you know. And so you can't even see when good is coming. And the, and the Bible continues and says, um... But shall inhabit in past places in the wilderness, in, in, salt, in a salt land, and not inhabited. And the Bible says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, praise the Lord, and that spreadeth her, out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat comes, praise the Lord. That means that even when trouble comes, the Lord will cover your face. You shall not see, praise the Lord. And the Bible says, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the hour of drought. Even when men are wailing of troubles and other things, you shall not be careful of, oh, let me spend little because, you know, it's, it's the time when the economy is not bad, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Why? You trust in the Lord to provide for you. And neither shall cease from yielding fruit. You yield fruit daily. That's, that's the thing when it comes to trusting God. Where God is your only option. Praise the Lord. Let us look at other devotions to, to take us deeper. Uh, so this devotion is dated 30th of January 2019. 30th January 2019. We are reading from Samuel uh, 23, 12. The Bible says, Then said David, Will the men of Kayla Kay uh, deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. Praise the Lord. 
And uh, the title of the devotion is Kayla the Fortress. Kayla the Fortress. And um, the devotion says, In the days of David, Kayla was a city found in the lowlands of Judah. The name Kayla means fortress, a garrison for military purposes to defend cities and towns. Praise the Lord. So if somebody here, you're planning to produce, you can name your child Kayla. Praise the Lord. <laughs> anyway, let us continue. In 1 Samuel 23, 1-5, David and his men went to Kayla and helped it smite the Philistines uh, that had attacked its inhabitants. In other words, these men, these men went to uh, David and, and, and his men, they went to Kayla. It was a city, okay, a fortress, I could say. Uh, the Philistines were disturbing them. So they went and they killed the Philistines. But if you read First Samuel 23, 1-5, you realize that even before they went, David prayed unto the Lord and asked the Lord, God, should we go and help them? And God said, yes, go and help them. And then in, uh, the devotion continues and says, in First Samuel 23 again, 7-8, to King Saul planned an attack on David who had taken refuge at Kayla. Praise the Lord. And the devotion says, when David inquired from the Lord about what he should do, God clearly told him that the people of Kayla would deliver him up to King Saul from whom he was fleeing. It was human wisdom that the men of Kayla extend the same gesture toward David and his men in, in case King Saul attacked, but this was not so. Praise the Lord. In other words, listen to this. Go, uh, it's a, the, the fortress Kayla was, was, was in trouble. David asks God, should we help them? God says, yes. God even extends his grace and mercy. Yes, go help them. So in there, uh, Saul learns that, oh, David is, is at Kayla. So they come to the fortress. And David prays again and says, God, will these men protect me? Will they, you know, will they, oh, they will deliver me into the hands of Saul? And the Lord says, they will deliver into the hands of Saul. You can imagine that. I'm speaking of, how does this apply to you now? I'm speaking of that person who you prayed for, and God even instructed you to help them. But in the times when you required the help, they didn't help you. Praise the Lord. But you've kept on hoping that because you helped them, because you did what, they're going to help you. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that you shall reap <laughs> what you sow, not reap where you sow. Praise the Lord. It's, you're not supposed to reap from where you sow. Praise the Lord. And that's why men should not pressure you. Oh, I helped you the other time. So... You need to help me because I helped you. No, you don't reap where you sow. You reap what you sow. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so it, it, it gives you the, the analogy where even when David helped these men, these men still were going to deliver him. You, you could still not trust these men. Praise the Lord. And it was human wisdom to, to assume that because I've helped them, they should also help me. But it was not so. Praise the Lord. And... Um, the devotion, this devotion continues and says, David would have relied on Kayla, the fortress, for, defend, for defense and protection. But the mind of God proved otherwise. This is the folly of relying on the arm of flesh. Sometimes the arm of flesh seems like the most obvious choice. It spells strength and protection, yet in fact, 
it is a snare. It is wisdom to seek the mind of God when life offers you colorful options. Praise the Lord. So life can offer you colorful options time and again. You will be offered colorful options. But the question is, do you seek God? Or in the excitement, you just be like, yes. Some of you are given um, um, chances of going abroad, probably to, to some of the most beautiful nations of the world. But do you first seek God to actually, know, to actually see if God, that's where God wants you? Or you just go in the excitement of, Oh, the opportunity has come up. I should go there. There are a lot of opportunities in probably in the USA or in the UK, in China. Oh, there are, there are a lot of opportunities in Uganda. There are, there are a lot of opportunities in Rwanda. Why? Those are also first world nations. Praise the Lord. So, and you be like, oh, I'm going to Rwanda. I'm going where? In the excitement without God first guiding you, without first getting the mind of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So you must, have the, you must have the wisdom to seek God, even when life offers you colorful options. And the Bible says, uh, the, the devotion continues and says, It is God that knows the secrets of the hearts of men. Praise the Lord. Child of God, amidst any attacks, threats on your life, marriage or ministry, before looking to men as the most appealing choice, look to God. He must always be the first option. Praise the Lord. He must always be the first option. Let me read our last devotion, then we can close this. It's dated 31st March 2019. Is it the one I wanted to read? Um, yes. Yes. 31st March 2019. And um, we are reading from 2 Chronicles 16, 7-9. 2 Chronicles 16, 7-9. And the Bible says, At that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on king of Syria and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of, uh, of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host with uh, very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou did, uh, did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. For the eyes of the Lord ran to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth thou has, uh, shall have wars. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and the title of the devotion is The God We Know. The God We Know. And the devotion says, The Lord God is our ever-present help in time of need. Praise the Lord. That is Psalms 46.1. But oh, how quickly some people forget that. Some oscillate between relying on God and relying on the arm of flesh. So was King Esa. When the Ethiopians and the Lubims attacked him, his dependence was solely on God. Praise the Lord. When Israel attacked him, he forgot the victory the Lord had given him against the Ethiopians and instead sought the help of the king of Syria. Praise the Lord. When he did so, God through his prophet Hanani rebuked uh, him for it. Think about it for a moment. What was uh, victory to Esa? Was not victory to God. Praise the Lord. What was victory to Esa was not victory to God. The lesson here is that you must be careful from whom you seek help. 
praise the Lord. There's a devotion about this. <laughs> Chances are the things that seem like help today will eventually become mightier than you because you give them a place of authority over your life. Praise the Lord. For Esther, the Lord told him that because of his actions, the king of Syria had escaped out of his hands. He would never know victory against Syria. You may seek for help from the men of this world and find yourself a slave to those very men. Praise the Lord. You may seek help from the institutions of this world and find yourself a victim uh, of those institutions. When you trust in the arm of flesh, it shall surely fail you. You have God. He has promised. He will never leave nor forsake you. Look to Him. Ignore the alternatives. Trust God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately, there are some women of God that have relied on men, for example, to, to provide for them in the um, scare, probably, in the, in the fear that if those men leave them, they shall die or they shall do nothing. And, and you find that very many of, of these women enter into marriages and after that they regret them because, oh, I, 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 I couldn't leave him, I couldn't do what... Woman of God, just get out. Praise the Lord. Just let go and let God do something in you. Just let God do something in you. Man of God, let go of that relationship. And let Why? In the end, you're going to find yourself a slave to that very relationship. It's going to be weighty on you. Those very things, you find that, yes, not we are, all things are permissible towards us, but not all things are profitable. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, we may be brought under the power of the very things that we avail ourselves to. Praise God. Anyway, further studies. We're reading from Psalms uh, 33, verse 16. The Bible says, There is not king saved by a multitude of hosts, of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by might strength. Praise the Lord. If you, if you go to YouTube, the Fanero channel, you're going to find a, a, a sermon called no king is saved by a multitude of hosts it's in line with today's devotion and then there is a second okay first samuel 1747 the other further study bible says and all this assembly shall know that the lord serveth not with sword and spear for the battle is the lord's he will give you into our hands praise the lord even when you look at by the way the battle of, of the battles of, of joshua when Joshua almost <laughs> conquered all the kingdoms around Israel, praise the Lord, he, he fought very many kingdoms. I think it's in Joshua chapter 10, 11, around there. You realize that time when he stops, the, when, when the sun stops and the moon stops, the Bible says that uh, as the men were escaping, the men who had come against the, the children of, of, of Israel, as those men were escaping, um, the Lord uh, sent uh, stones from up the mountain and kill them. And the Bible clearly says that the men who died by the stones are more than the men which the armies of Joshua uh, killed. Why? He did not want them to boost in their strength and say, oh, we have killed all these kingdoms. No. God still took the biggest part of the battle. Praise the Lord. Golden nuggets anyway. Golden nuggets. God does not want to win your battles on your terms. He doesn't want to use your connections as a stepping stone to launch you into your destiny. He doesn't want to lean on your credentials to open doors for you. He wants the world to look at your success 
story and, and, and come to only one conclusion, that it was him alone at work in you. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this word. Thank you for the constant victory that I have in you. My heart and spirit are yielded to you and what you desire to do. I choose to live life fully on your terms and not my own. You are my connector, you are my door, and you are my opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen.